Well, good morning <clears throat> and welcome back to the seat of the cab. And uh, yeah, it's a beautiful, 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 bright Saturday morning. Oh, it's glorious. And uh, today, what I thought I'd like to talk about was the um, was the subject of uh, routines and consistency. Um, now, being a machine driver, I, I got a lot of I got a lot of habits, and some of those habits have become a routine. And some good, some bad, some different. You know, as long as nothing bad happens, it's you know, you've always got to do things in a manner that that suits you, because ultimately you've got to do it. That's you know, pretty self-explanatory. You know, you've got to do it, so therefore you need to do it in the most productive and efficient manner possible to save you the most amount of work and save you the most amount of time. And. Uh, what I thought I'd like to say this morning is uh, is about fueling up and uh, your your daily checks. See, I'm quite lucky here because we've got an enormous diesel Bowser, some 10,000 litres, and a nice big square one, big ass diesel engine, power and a pump. Electric pump power in the AdBlue, AdBlue tank, you know, retractable nozzles, automatic cut-off nozzles, and uh, we've even got we've even got flow meters to uh, to measure how much fuel is being delivered. And one of the most beautiful things about this system is. It enables you to set up a nice routine. And I, I think I've developed quite a good one. Because when I when I fuel up, this is kind of how it goes. I will um, I'll unravel the diesel, plug that in the nozzle, in the in the spout, and uh, let that set about itself, and then go and switch on the diesel engine. But before I switch on the diesel engine, I always check the fuel and check the oil level now. Because previously, when, when there were more machine drivers here, and uh, I wasn't the only one responsible enough to do it, um, other people were filling it up with, uh, with diesel and then checking the oil level. And now that we've greatly reduced in number, our, our, some of our core machine drivers are now on other projects. It's kind of fallen on my shoulders as as one of the more responsible people on site to ensure that you know the little diesel engine it's full of diesel and uh, got oil in it. Oh, I don't mind. That's no drama. I use it. It's only fair. Uh, a couple of months ago we incurred a few hundred quid worth of damage to it because hiding driver, you know, unbeknown to me that nobody had been checking it. But um, they uh, they run it clean out of diesel and 
caused a few hundred quid's worth of damage because it broke the pump and this and that. And uh, then we were lucky enough that we still had we still had a Bowser here for the for the D8s that, that we could all fuel up out on. So we managed to keep on top of fuel. But that caused a that caused a little headache. So I devised this routine which serves me and serves my company. Because ultimately I, I work for a company, it's not my it's not my company, I, I, I work for someone else. And my routine serves them because it ensures that all the pieces of plant that I operate or I have interaction with are maintained are in good working order. And because of that, it helps everybody involved with that Bowser. You know, if they don't check the oil, if they don't check the diesel, it doesn't matter because I did. You know, I never let it get low on, on fuel and I always keep the oil up to spec because that's what we need, that's what we want. So, I've checked the oil, I've checked the fuel, it's ready to start. So we started up, it starts pumping diesel. So then I uncoils the ad flue. I uncoils the ad blue pump, or the ad blue nozzle, so that I can start filling with ad blue. And the first thing I do is I switch on the electric pump. on the electric pump, then uncoil the uncoil the nozzle, I'll roll it out from the retractable hose reel, out to the ad blue tank, up to the def tank, fill up, it, it never takes much because we fill up daily, so it never takes very much, get that filled up, when I take that back, the first thing I do, the very very first thing I do before I coil, before I coil the hose back on the hose reel is I turn the electric off. You see, because it's a 12 volt pump, which uses the same battery as the diesel engine starter. So, unless you follow this routine and you keep a regimental fashion about your your AdBlue use and fueling up. You could forget to turn the pump off. And the pump will sit there whirring away. And uh, before you know it, you've got a flat battery. Unless, unless of course, the, the diesel pump is, is actually running because it, the diesel engine will be charging the battery while it's running. So I always, always, always Fill up with ad blue while it's while I'm dieseling up. Retract the hose after turning off the pump. That way, the pump is off. I can retract the nozzle and I can forget about it. And then whatever power, whatever power has been sapped out of the 12 volt battery or start the diesel engine will be replenished 
by the diesel engine that's still running, filling up with diesel. I know it's it's not much, is it? It's it's it's, it's not a difficult thing to to think about, and it's probably insignificant to some people. But to me, it's a small routine, and it's a very very small effort to ensure that there's always fuel and oil in the diesel engine for fueling up, and to always make sure that the AdBlue pump is turned off so that it doesn't drain the battery. It's a tiny little bit of effort to go to. Tiny little bit of effort. And the thing is, it's in work time. Work pays me to do it this way. I'm being paid to fill up with diesel because I'm doing it in their time, because it's work. That's what work is. So that, But that little bit of effort, that little bit of thought, that little, little bit of conscientiousness can be the difference between hundreds of pounds worth of damage to the fuel and up diesel engine or not being able to diesel up and having a real ball ache trying to put some charge back in the battery so that we can start the diesel engine for fueling up. It's not much. Oh and one other thing I I, I forgot to mention, I, I cast my eye, my eye over it, but I, I did forget to mention it. Um, but in your pre-start checks, you should always be checking your water separator that's pulling the water out of the fuel before it goes through the fuel filters. Now, I forgot to mention it, and I, I don't know why I didn't mention it, but you should be checking that daily because each day when you fill up, you don't know what contaminants are in there. You don't know if you've had a dirty batch of fuel delivered. You just you just don't know. So by checking it every day, you know you're just one step ahead and you're on top of things. And yeah, it's it's not much, is it? It's not much. You know, always making sure you're checking your your tank caps. You know your diesel tank cap, your AdBlue cap. Always checking those. I mean, as soon as I as soon as I pull the nozzle out of the AdBlue tank, once it's full, I put the cap straight back on. Click, done. Can forget about it because it's done. Same with the diesel. As soon as I take the nozzle out, cap straight back on before I retract the nozzle, and it's done. It, you know, but even still, having lost so many fuel caps over the years because because I didn't always used to be this conscientious, I didn't always used to think about things as much as I do now. Uh, I um, I check my caps, I check the cap before I track away. Just booms down, cast your eye over there, diesel cap on the diesel filler neck, AdBlue cap on the AdBlue filler neck. Happy days, everything's ready to go. Small thing. Make, can make the biggest of differences. You know, getting into those little habits. I mean, like one of my, one of my, also another one of my my core habits that I've gotten into with with this machine is um, is checking the uh, is checking the info panel on the uh, on the auto loop because sometimes the grease bucket runs low. 
and because we're away from home a long way, you know, we don't get, a, we don't, might not be able to get another bucket until next week. But I always try to make sure it's full and filled up, and you know, if I think it's getting low, check it. Just pop the cap on. Just pop the lid off it. Just pop the lid off. Have a look. Let him know. Get another one ordered up, and. Uh, it comes, swap the nozzles over, well, swap the pumps over, you know, send the old bucket back to the yard because it's still half, there's, there's still half a bucket in there for some reason. But that gets sent back to the yard, that'll all get transferred over into another bucket. Probably four or five buckets will make one full one again. And uh, away we go. But I always try to cast an eye over that little control panel. Um, once, once you started and warmed up before we go out to work, just cast an eye over it to make sure it's still on the right setting, you know, on standard on standard loop setting so that it's getting a pump every three minutes. And uh, make sure there's no error codes. You see, because if there's any error codes, and, and sometimes, sometimes, you know, sometimes there, there are error codes because you've run out of, you run out of grease. And if you do run out of grease, it'll throw up the, it'll throw up the error code. And, uh, and then you need to stop, you need to find out why. And uh, get it, get it filled up. You know, either get it filled up or get your, get your bucket swapped over and, you know, that's that's kind of what you need to do with that. But yeah, that's my, you know, that's my, and, and for greasing, actually, I'll tell you all about greasing, because I, I haven't always had auto do. Um, for greasing up machines, right, I used to keep, uh, I used to keep a, a hoof pick <laughs> from my, from my old equestrian days, I used to keep a hoof pick. And, do you know what? This cunt is going to try and climb in the fucking cab with me. What a fucking cocksucker. Jesus, Mary and Joseph. Oh, anyway, I used to keep a, a hoof pick from my old equestrian days. Um, because some grease nipples, they are um, countersunk into whatever component. And if that component gets grit in it, gravel in it, you know, most of us, most of us digger drivers, we know what it is to get pea shingle and concrete and muck buried in, buried in the lazy links and the dog bones. And uh, that, that hoof pick just allows me a nice, sturdy something just to dig that shit out of there so I can get grease in. You know, it's not much. It's not much. You know, you can even get a couple of nails. I mean, um, before I had the hoof pick, I used to have a couple of, you know, before I thought to bring the hoof pick in from home, you know, I used to have a couple of nails that uh, that I kept in uh, in some cable ties on the quickage pipe. Just a couple of cable ties. So all I used to do was when it comes to there, and if there was anything in there, you know, if it was soft muck, it normally just push out as you push the, the grease gun end in there, if it was a bit of grit or a bit of gravel or, or a bit of shingle, you know, you just whip the nail out of the cable tie, dig it out, slot the nail straight back in again, 
so that your nail was always where it should be and you didn't go losing it, you didn't have to run around trying to find new ones. Um, it's a small thing like that, just to clean those little things out. But yeah, you know, I mean, I used to keep a bit of rag. Well, actually, it wasn't a bit of rag. I used to buy this, um, used to buy this, like, like kitchen roll, workshop roll, and uh, used to keep that in the machine. So, whenever I greased up, I could then wipe away any excess grease. Look at that fucking cocksucker! Though. Look at him sitting up there, you know, truck loaded, driving away, and he's sitting halfway up the fucking dig, nowhere near me, and he's even—he ain't even going to turn anywhere near me. He's going to turn halfway up the fucking dig and then drive slow as a fucking asshole all the way back, reversing up to the machine. Why didn't he just do the same as the other one did and drive around in a fucking loop? What a fucking cocksucker. I tell you, these fucking dumper drivers, I mean, I thought they were bad 20 years ago. Fucking hell, these cunts are shocking. They ain't got no fucking routines, that I can tell you. The only routine they've got is they get in a cab, put a fucking key in the ignition, and then they spend all day watching fucking Facebook and fucking dog shit like that. Fucking morons. I tell you. Unbelievable. Absolutely fucking unbelievable. The shocking quality of agency drivers in this day and age. Unbelievable. Anyway, sorry about that. But, you know, those small little, those small little routines like wiping away the excess grease from the joints. You know, when I was on, um, when I was on civils and house bashing, you know, oh man, my cab was fucking mid. I had carpet and slippers. I could see through all my windows. They were all crystal clear. Oh, it was, that machine was beautiful. You know, no grease anywhere, all touched up, you know, any little scratches got touched up. Fucking, oh, it was just, it was magic. But the difference there was, at time, and it was always in, and it was always their time. You know, I could be sitting there for an hour waiting for concrete to come to pour a foot in. You know, could be waiting for shingle, could be sitting there, you know, could be sitting there waiting for pipe layers, sorting out laser, pumping out water. So it had time. Now, on bulk, dig, 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 go, 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 dig, 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 go, go, go. I ain't got time for nothing. Sorry. You know, be honest, be honest about everything. I just, I, I don't have time. You know, there's a hashtag on, um, hashtag on Instagram, polishers. I like looking at it because it reminds me of, it reminds me of how I used to be. It reminds me of the way I used to treat machines. I still, I still treat them well. You know, we still look after them very, very well. But I just, I don't have, I don't have the time I once had for, for polishing. I don't, it's not, it's not on my, you know, it's the way it is. Just I don't have the time for polishing anymore. I ain't got the time for, I ain't got the time for that. You know, because it's dig, 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 go, 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 all day long. Know, I would I would love to be able to spend the amount of time that I used to spend on that big old Cabelco polishing up this Volvo. Oh, that would make me so fucking happy. 
really it would, it would, that would, oh, I could do that, oh, I could make this thing beautiful. But I just don't, I just don't have the time. Just don't have the time. Because this is what bulk earth movement is. Dig, 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 all day long. But it's the same for the work. You know, be conscientious, put some thought into what you're doing. You know, when you when you think about what you're doing, you know, the more thought you put into it, you know, quite often the easier you can make the task in hand. Because there's always a hard way and an easy way of doing it. But the more thought you put into it, you know, quite often the easy way will become very apparent very fast. And uh, experience will teach you what works, what doesn't work, how fast or how slow certain aspects of the job will be, can be, are. And yeah, you can uh, you can really improve your own work ethic by thinking about your job, trying to build those routines, trying to think about what you're doing. But it's always consistency, and that's the key here. The key here is consistency. Being consistent about what you're doing. Consistently checking things. Consistently making sure that everything's doing what it should be doing. And if it's not doing what it should be doing, report it, sort it out, get it fixed. And that's another thing that needs to be addressed, really, is ensuring that those things that aren't working for you, they start working. Because ultimately, your work relies on you being able to do your job as fast as possible, as easy as possible. And, you know, the, the people around you should be helping you with your work. Because that's their job as well. You're not, you're not a one-man solo operation. You know, you're doing your bit of the job and other people need to be doing theirs. And if they're not, you know, find out why they're not doing what they should be doing, and then get it get it remedied. That's all I can say there. Because if you're all working for the firm, you should all be working for the same goals. You should all be working for profit. You should all be working for maximum communication, maximum efficiency, you know, making money. Because ultimately that's how our businesses work. That's, that's what pays the bills. You know, ain't nobody paying me to sit at home on the couch. Unless I'm on furlough. Interesting. But yeah, you know, figure out figure out your best route to success. And it, it will be your best route to success. You're, your best route to success will often be your easiest route to success. And the easiest route to success will be the best route to success. Because at the end of the day, success isn't just moving muck. Success isn't just laying pipe. You know, success can also be measured in you know, having the having the guts to rain off your site 
and pulled the pin that day because the weather conditions were absolutely shocking. And going to work would mean causing more damage, costing more money later on. You know, success can be measured in a, in a, in a number of ways, not just making money. So yeah, you know, just think about what you're doing, think about why you're doing it. You know, make sure that everything is working for the greater good. Because the greater good at the end of the day is the work. Fixing it, making it, doing it, getting it done quickly, safely, efficiently, and with pride. So, yeah, you know, I hope I've given you a little bit of, um, a little bit of something to think about there. I'm always thinking, something my problem. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, thanks for joining me, Mr. Nigel Williams, from the seat of the cab. Take care. Bye-bye.